0: want to welcome you to today's study. Today, study number 17 is going to be on the second coming of Christ. Jesus first came to earth over 2,000 years ago when he was born of a virgin, died, was buried, rose again from the dead. And details are given both by the prophets in the Old Testament and the New Testament concerning him coming again, what we would call his second coming. When Jesus first left this earth to go to heaven, he gave his disciples some guarantees that he would be back. Uh, Let not your hearts be troubled, for I go to prepare a place for you, are some of the words that he mentioned to them. And the Bible is full of scripture concerning the Second coming of Jesus, just like it was full of scripture, concerning his first coming. The prophecies were written exactly as they were, came to pass when he came the first time. Then we can be assured that in the same way that they were fulfilled, they will be fulfilled when Christ comes again the second time. We're going to be reading in the scripture from the book of Luke right now. And we're going to be looking at individual scriptures, talk a little bit about them, concerning His coming. In Luke chapter 21, verse 36, Watch you therefore, and pray always, that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. In John... Chapter 14, verse 12. When Jesus left, he gave these promises concerning himself of coming back. And then those others that also uh, made these declarations concerning him. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Notice, I will come again. You cannot come again unless you come a first time. I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, you may be also. So here is, here is one declaration concerning Jesus coming back. He made the promises to his disciples, and he declared himself to truly be coming back one day for us. The angels also gave witness concerning Jesus coming back. In the book of Acts, in chapter 1, in verse 11, the scripture says, Which also said, Ye men of Galilee... Why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall also come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. So notice exactly how you saw him leave is exactly how he's coming back. This second coming is called the blessed hope by many it's it's called the 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 blessed hope because he's coming back we will not stay here we will not be orphans we will not be left in the ground he will return back according to the book of Titus in chapter 2 verse 13 looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great god and our savior Jesus Christ so he is coming back during that time what will happen uh, to those that are believers those that have died and those that have not died uh, what will happen to their bodies what what is going to be taking place in some of these things now I must differ, differentiate between what we sometimes called the rapture and the second coming but I just want to make emphasis on him coming back to this earth. But some things that will take place when he comes back to the planet and sets up his kingdom with his disciples and with the believers to rule for a thousand years here on this earth. It says in 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty one, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. So notice, the word here for sleep is the word for those that are Christians that have died and gone to be with the Lord. In the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17, it talks about how that transformation is going to be taking place. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. We shall be caught up to meet Him. That means our bodies have to be changed and transformed in order to be caught up. We, we cannot be caught up in this physical corruptible body that's mortal and limited. So the body is going to be transformed. According to 1 John chapter 3, verse 2, Beloved, now you are, now, not until you die, but now you are the sons of God. It does not yet appear exactly when people look at you. It doesn't look like you're a son of God. just looks like your normal you. And what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is is our body is going to be like the body of Jesus. It's going to be changed. It's going to be changed, fashioned, and transformed. According to Philippians chapter 3, verse 21, Who shall change our vile bodies, that it may be fashioned unto His glorious body, according to the working whereby He is able to even subdue all things, unto himself so he is going to transform and change these physical bodies these physical bodies are corruptible bodies they are mortal bodies according to 1 Corinthians 15 53 for this corruption must put on incorruption this mortal must put on immortality and what will happen When we are changed, when we are transformed, when we are taken away from this earth for a small period of time. In Revelation, chapter 19, verse 9, concerning the future. And he said unto me, right blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the lamb and he saith unto me these are the true sayings of god in verse in the uh, chapter 19 verse 8 and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen clean and white for the white for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints So the saints are going to be clothed with righteousness. That is the white, fine linen, clean linen that they're wearing. And the saints are going to enjoy also a marriage supper, a marriage feast with the Lamb. In the book of Matthew chapter 25 verse 10, it talks about those that are wise and those that are not wise in preparing and not preparing for his coming it says in matthew 25 verse 10 and while they went to buy the bridegroom came and they that were ready went with him to the marriage and the door was shut so there will be people left behind because they were not prepared so we must ask ourselves the question how do you prepare for his coming in first john chapter 3 verse 3 and every man that has this hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. In Hebrews 9:28, So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time, without sin, unto salvation. Are you looking for His appearing? Are you waiting for His appearing? Are you hoping that blessed hope, come quickly Jesus, come, come. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. So these are conditions that are specified on us preparing for His coming. Christians will be different at the coming of Christ than other people on this earth. They will be different as far as their character and their nature and their walk with God is concerned. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 14, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that you may be found in him in peace. Without spot and without blemish. Waiting for his arrival. Looking for that blessed hope. When is he going to come? How is he going to come? He's going to come like a thief. Where people that are not expecting him. And not knowing the day that he is coming. He identifies himself two times in the book of Revelation. In Revelation chapter 3 verse 3, and in Revelation chapter 16, verse 15, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know the hour that I will come upon thee. And then in sixteen fifteen, Behold, I come as a thief, Blessed is he that watches and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they should see his shame. And in the book of Mark, in chapter 13, verse 32 and 35, but the day and the hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Watch ye therefore. For you know not, when the master of the house cometh, at evening or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning. Verse 36. Lest coming suddenly, he find you sleeping. And what shall I say unto you? I say unto all. Watch. These are his words to every single Christian. To watch and be prepared, and be ready. Luke 21, 36, Watch therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. In Luke 21, 34, Take heed to yourselves during this time lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with sufficing and drunkenness and the cares of this world, so that they come upon you unawares. So be prepared for His coming. Look forward to His coming. Understand and realize what His coming is going to be all about. So we have to know and we have to recognize that we will be with the Lord He will transform our vile bodies. He will change us into His image. And we will forever be with the Lord. This was a very simple study today. I hope you have enjoyed it. Thank you for being with us. Continue to review and study these scriptures. You can go into more detail. You can study on your own on the rapture. You can study on your own a little bit more on the second coming. But for this day... I pray that it be a blessed day for you. May you lean upon the Lord and trust Him, not lean to your own understanding. Let Him guide your very footsteps. Let Him put the light before every step to give you direction. Trust and lean upon Him, and trust in the Holy Spirit, that He will truly guide you into all truth. He will lead you and show you things to come. Until we meet again, The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance and may he give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Until we meet again on Sunday with the new message, in Jesus' name, be blessed.